0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: We're joined now by Eric Woodyard. He is the Lions Beach reporter for ESPN. Eric, Larry and Gordon, how are you? What's up, man? How you doing? We're doing great. Eric, just give us an overview. Give us your thoughts. How crazy has it been in the city of Detroit with this Lions team this year with all they've they've accomplished and, uh, you know, with the drought that has been Lions football as far as going to the postseason?
2: It's been crazy, man. I don't even work for the Lions. Obviously, I cover them, but I'm, my phone blowing up. People are asking me for playoff tickets. <laughs> I mean, it's the hottest, hottest ticket in town, man. Everybody trying to get in the building. I mean, it's been 30 years since they saw this, man. So, I mean, y'all can only imagine. I can't put it in words, the excitement that's around here right now.
0: Eric, obviously a lot of focus is going to be on the quarterbacks, given everything that's happened with Matthew Stafford, the former Lion, and Jared Goff, the former Ram. How is Goff handled this week? Uh, does Do you get the sense that this is personal for him?
2: I don't get the sense. I mean, it's business as usual. I mean, he's a pretty even kill guy, Cali guy. You know, I, I got a chance to talk to Jameer Gibbs today, and he was saying, like, I was like, have any of the best guys your know here, Jared Goff, or anybody? And they were saying, no, and they just approaching it like, you know, pretty much like just they playing around. not really trying to put too much or overthink it, but I was able to catch Goff go to the side a little bit after he did his press conference early in the week, and I, I asked him, does he still carry that chip, you know, from 2021 being traded for Stafford? And he told me, yeah. He definitely carries the chip, you know, being traded. He hasn't forgot that. He said, of course. He said, I'll never let that leave me. He said he thinks that's a good thing. So, I don't necessarily think that. I think he's just motivated. I think that, you know, that has a fire running. But he's not trying to, like, make it necessarily about him. I think it's, he's trying to make it business as usual. But, I mean, human nature, he's going to carry that chip from being traded.
1: Eric, what has been the issue with Detroit Putting, being consistent offensively against teams that are playoff teams, teams that have winning records. They seem to not be as good offensively against other teams. What, what have you noticed during the season?
2: I can't really say that, man. I think it's just been different types of styles, different types of, you know, weeks. You know, guys been in and out with injuries. I think oh. they've been pretty consistent, man. I mean, not only against the playoff teams, I think they've been handling business, man. I mean, we saw how they was able to perform versus Dallas. Obviously, they came out and lost, but I mean, the offense didn't really slow down. You look at how they was, Able to do versus Denver. I mean, the offense wasn't really slowed down. So I don't, I don't necessarily say it's a playoff thing. I think it's just, you know, sometimes golf, he has a, he had a stretch where he was inconsistent. And I think the, the offense starts and stops with how he's able to play. So I think it's certain type of defenses that, you know, that he struggled against. I mean, he's really struggled against those uh, divisional opponents, if you look at that. But mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, I think it's really just people who understand how to play against him. I don't really necessarily think it's like playoff teams necessarily.
0: Eric, what's the status for uh, Sam LaPorta?
2: He's questionable. I mean, he was at practice, man. he had a big, I joked a little bit on Twitter earlier. He had a big old Stone Cold Steve Austin style, you know, uh, knee brace on his knee. He's trying to push through it. I mean, I think, you know, he's going to try to go if he can, but I think the Lions are going to be smart about him as well, so they're not going to put him out there if they feel like he, he can't contribute, so right now he's questionable. Uh, my good opinion, you know, it's not reported or anything. I think he will probably play or, at least try it out. I mean, it's just. Too big, too big, uh, big of a game for him not to try. So, uh, I think he'll give it a go, but he's questionable officially.
1: Eric, how how good has Aiden Hutchinson been this season, as far as helping and leading this Detroit defense, which has been phenomenal?
2: I think his leadership has grown a lot. I mean, you see him out there. I think, and he's getting hot at the right time. He's had some stretches where he's not necessarily got the sacks, but I think he's been pressuring the quarterback all year. You know, you see he made the Pro Bowl. You see, he's been getting a lot of accolades in uh, the last. You know, two games he's been playing his best. I think he got five sacks over these last couple games. And I think he's peaking at the right time, and I think that leadership aspect is, is really the area where he's grown at, and I think he'll have a strong performance as well.
0: Eric, uh, the, the Lions secondary has, not that they're alone in this, but they've had some, some issues dealing with the, the top receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson. How do you think that they plan on attacking uh, Puka Nakua and uh, Cooper Cup?
2: That's gonna to be tough, man. That's the area where I really worry about this team. I mean, if it's one particular area, it's that secondary and defending those weapons like that. Um, I, I honestly I mean, I'm not gonna they got CJ Gardner Johnson back. He played pretty good the last game. They've been switching out those safety positions, but the cornerbacks man is really struggled at these deep, you know, as well. So, I mean, I, I don't really have an answer for that. They've struggled all year with that and I, I don't see them really stopping these guys as well. They're gonna have to try to win in the other areas, stopping the run attack, you know, pressuring the quarterback because I mean, we know Stafford's going to hear it out.
1: You know, it's funny, Eric. It, it, it's rare where you have quarterbacks, defenses that know the quarterbacks as well as the two, these two teams do. I know Gordon asked you about it earlier, but just give me a sense of what defensively Detroit is expecting from their former guy, Matthew Stafford, on uh, in, in this game.
2: I mean, he's an all-time leading uh, passer in franchise history. He knows the arena. He knows every spot. He knows how to play there. I don't think the crowd's going to affect him, so I think, you know, I don't think – I think guys are going to come out and play their hardest, though. They don't want to see him win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not like how before when he left and went to the Super Bowl, it was still Lions fans kind of cheering, you know, and, and still kind of wanting him to do well. Guys are trying to come in and really trying to make it hard for him. I mean, you look at guys like Aiden Hudson, I said before, those guys weren't there with Matthew Stafford. So I don't mm-hmm. think that respect aspect is necessarily like, oh, they're all him, you know, he's my former teammate. A lot of those same guys aren't there. They're trying to build their own narrative, so – I see them really trying to come in and pressure him and really put, you know, put, put some heat on him, man. I mean, so uh, they're going to try their hardest to make it a, a very tough day for him, man. You know, we'll see how it goes, man.
0: A lot of the storylines coming into this one, Eric, uh, you know, is is about the Lions and not having this kind of success before and first time around for a lot of young guys as a young team. Is there any sense at all that the, the guys uh, are satisfied with, with getting here?
2: No, they haven't felt that way all year round. I mean, starting, you know, with the leader, with Jared Goff, he hasn't let guys get satisfied. He's been to the Super Bowl before, and you can look at guys like Amara St. Brown, Penay Sewell, the all-pro guys. You look at Aiden Hudson. They're trying to change this narrative. Guys aren't just complacent and satisfied with just getting here. They was just 3-13 and won two seasons ago. So they're trying to see as far as they can go. I think guys realistically are trying to make it to the Super Bowl. Now, whether they do that or not, I mean, that's to be, you know, we'll see how they do, but – Guys really, really want to get there, man. I don't think that's a guys are complacent at all with this.
1: Eric, last thing for me, uh, dissect these coaches for me head to head as far as schemes and getting their team ready to play. How, how do they match up against each other?
2: I mean, we know Sean McVay. We know he's seven and three. You know, in the playoffs, he's gotten it done. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. We know he can get it done. I mean, we still need to see what Dan Campbell can do on this. You know, on this next stage. I mean, we know how aggressive he is. We know he can get a little emotional and go for it. We saw what he did in Dallas, where he got bullheaded and tried to go for the win. So I think this is going to be a really big moment for us to see how good of a coach Dan Campbell and his staff is. I mean, we saw them in the regular season, so it's an opportunity for him to prove himself. And he's facing a proven winner in Sean McVay. So it's an interesting matchup. It's like a guy that's you know already done it and a guy that's coming up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see you know how how they do match up. We never we haven't saw it you know with these guys on his left. We saw a couple of seasons ago, but that was just Dan Campbell's first season, so, you know, it's, it's definitely two contrasting different types of styles, but it's going to be fun to watch.
1: Eric Woodyard, Lions beat reporter for ESPN. This should be a great one. We're looking forward to it. You enjoy the game. We'll talk to you down the line. Thank you all.
0: Appreciate it. All
1: right. Thanks, Eric. Gordon, I tell you, that's going that could be a really fun game. Oh, yeah, that could absolutely. Be a really fun game.
0: Yeah. That could be the shootout game of the weekend, no mm-hmm. question.
1: Yeah, and, and the quarterback, I mean, for, the storylines are just so good
0: <laughs> and, and you have to feel a little bit for Lions fans who have waited to get yeah. to this spot, and now you, you're facing the team that really – in this round, I think there's no team that, that people would rather face less mm-hmm. than the Rams. Mm-hmm. They're rolling right now. They've got Stafford going back there. Their offense is clicking. Mm-hmm. They still have Aaron Donald on the other yeah. side. So yeah. they're a dangerous team. That wide
1: receiver matchup, though, that combo – Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper Covington, that's tough. That's that's going to be tough. You, they really need Hutchinson, and that crew really has to pressure staff to, to keep it up. Yeah. They, they don't. They've they struggled. No
0: uh, Justin Jefferson lit him up twice. Uh, yeah. C.D. Lamb. I, and again, as I said, C.D. Lamb's lit up a lot of people. Justin sure, Jefferson absolutely. lit up a lot of people. Absolutely. that's going to be an issue for for their game for sure.
1: It definitely is. Head back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Now, Gordon, Buddha's next. He's in the Bronx. Buddha might be in a little irritating mood because I see that um, – You know, there's a guy in Philadelphia that's not playing tonight. You know, so he might be a little edgy. But let's see what's happening with Buddha from the Bronx. He's next on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Hey, I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Nick Miller's getting to know that right now. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Oh, my God, the pain. You know, listen. Uh, Let me ask you a quick question before we get this wild card jump off. Um, If you were Aaron Rodgers and they had um, him, Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, and Mike Vrabel are all available as a coach, why would you want Rob Shiner to stay?
1: Yeah. Well, you're right. You know why. You know why. Yeah, because I can do what I want.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's called
1: called control. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and, and the best thing is when the Jets draft next year for need. <laughs> Same way again. we will get another Makai Beckton over Justin Jefferson. Oh, I mean God. No, no, unbelievable. no. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No. Best player available. But they're so stupid. Hey, now let's move forward. There's real teams playing this weekend.
1: Yes. All right. Uh,
3: Cleveland versus Houston. Um, it's been a nice story for Houston. I think Cleveland wins that game by 10 points or better. Mm. I, I don't think the Steelers have enough offense versus the Bills. I mean, The Bills will always make a couple of mistakes here and there to keep them in the game, you know, but in the fourth quarter, the best player is going to, you know, win out there. Uh, the Dolphins versus the Chiefs, you watch, Gordon, how all of a sudden the Chiefs are going to be able to hold on to the football. Just watch Yeah, Oh, oh no, no, no doubt.
0: No doubt. Absolutely. There'll be, there'll be a guy that I have I, not heard of all year, and he'll have some big catch or something like that. No question. Tony, all of a sudden, no, Kadarius, Tony, no. all of his injuries will be miraculously healed. You know what's coming, and oh, I feel for
3: you, because that kind uh, of stuff makes you sick. It absolutely
0: does. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I think the
3: Eagles will beat the Bucks, and they'll save Sirianni's job, at least until next year. I mean, wow, you want to talk about a team imploding. Mm-hmm. Between um, AJ, uh, A.J. Brown and, and Stephon Diggs, I mean, ooh, you want to talk about wide receivers who wear their welcome out. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. But now, look, the Cowboys at home, they're going to be good. You know, the Jordan Love situation, is it, it, run its course. It, it'll be good. But you guys were just talking to that gentleman about the most interesting game of the weekend, and that's the Rams versus the Lions. Now, obviously, the Rams have the better coach, and the Rams have the better quarterback. But the Lions are a more physical team. And, you know, as long as there's no stupid two-point attempts by Dan Campbell, (laughs) this is going to go down to the wire. But, you know, I think what will get the Lions over the hump is the energy, and not just in terms of the crowd, but the karma. I mean, guys, when was the last time the Lions had a home playoff game? Was Gary Danielson the quarterback? Was (laughs) Billy Sims the running back? I mean, (laughs) at some point at some point you know what I'm saying Sharon? you know the chickens to come home to roost they're going to win it they're going to win it they, they, I, 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 and i think it's going to be down to the wire mm-hmm. but if they don't win this game here when will it ever happen you, you understand what i mean yeah yeah well they
0: the haven't right had that brother. many opportunities though as for the call brother. you know they they um they hadn't made the playoffs since 2016 oh. 2014, 2011, 1999, mm-hmm. 1997. I mean, over the last 25 years or so, they've only gone to the playoffs four or five times. Yeah. Yep. And their last home playoff game was 93 against the Packers. They lost 28 24.
1: Mm. That's a long time.
0: That's a long time ago, my friend. Sterling Sharp time. was catching passes from Brett Favre. Wow. Eric Kramer. To wow. Brett Perriman, that tells you how long ago that wow. was. Wow. You know what, Gordon?
1: People forget how – obviously, his brother Shannon Sharp, Hall of Fame tight end. Yep. Mm-hmm. People forget Sterling. how good a wide receiver
0: Sterling was. Yeah, Sterling, Sterling was great was until, was until he had that injury, in unfortunately. Yeah, he was, he was, he was one of the best receivers wrong. in the league, no question. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It was pretty good on uh, game day for us, too, for a, couple, for a number of years up on the ESPN on Sunday Countdown was pretty good doing that too but he was a phenomenal wide receiver the lions have
0: lost eight straight playoff games dating back to 93 their last playoff win 91 against the cowboys
1: they're due (laughs) (laughs) they are due they are due they They are overdue yes overdue we'll continue the conversation we'll talk some more nfl and we'll open the phones up you can talk about whatever you want to talk about gordon i got so gordon i gotta ask you uh, what's going on with the Mets and Yankees? We'll do that at the bottom uh, of the hour. What's going on with the Mets and Yankees? What, are we trading players here? Uh, what, what are we What are we doing? We'll discuss that a little, and more on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: Gordon, let's head back to the phones. Let's do it. Jan is in Yonkers. Jan is next on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, Jan?
4: Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year to you both. Same to you. And uh, am I able to talk about the Knicks?
0: Yes, sure.
4: And that devastating loss last night. Okay, it's not
0: devastating, well, but it, yeah. was a, I don't think it was devastating, but go ahead. It was a loss. Okay.
4: Here's a, a recipe for a beatdown on the Knicks. One, two, three. Let's go. First, lazy, lethargic starts in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Number two. The horrible defense against a three point shot against the opponent. And number three, those turnovers. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how we're going to, how Tibbs is going to, Coach Tibbs is going to fix this situation. And I agree with the both of you that Anobi should have been guarding Ray Allen, Tim Hardaway Jr. instead of Kyrie Irving, because we can live with Kyrie Irving scoring 50 points. Now, where was this torrid shooting when Tim Hardaway was with the
5: Knicks?
4: (laughs) And also, if I recall correctly, I don't think he was a defensive juggernaut either. Uh -uh. And my question to you is, and thank you again for taking my call, I really don't know why he was traded to Dallas. I was wondering if you all were at liberty uh, to tell. And thanks
1: again for taking my call. All right, Jan. Thanks for calling. I don't remember how he got there. I know that he um, traded free agent. I don't even remember how he got there. To be honest with you, Jan, but uh, I wish he wasn't there last night. I'll tell you that because it would have. You know, he was the difference as to for me. The main difference as to why uh, the Knicks lost that game because they were unable to deal with him. Yes, you mentioned the turnovers, but look, let's face it.
0: I feel like I'm saying this all the time, Gordon. It's one game. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> they, they won. They five had won row. five games before that. It's one game, and 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 despite that loss, they. I checked. It, I checked with the league office. They have not been eliminated from playoff contention as a result. Are they close? <laughs> yeah, I I think that um, I think that they're going to be okay.
1: And see, once again, look, I, don't don't mistake us.
0: We understand
1: that they didn't play their best last night. Okay, that got started slow. You you mentioned all the things that happened. Okay, but they've been playing well. And even great teams have issues. And they're not a great team yet. Okay? I mean, teams lose. It happens. So, once again, uh, I get it. It's the Knicks. We're starving as fans for a team that can contend. I understand it. I do. I'm starving with you. But... Just relax and enjoy the game. These, you don't have to take games like this that seriously until this postseason. Okay? So you got a ways to go. There's 27 days, Gordon, before to the trade deadline. We'll see if they do anything. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll wait and let it play out, see how this, you know what I'm saying, Gordon, see how this plays and mm-hmm. see how this yeah. goes. And right. You know, it's okay. They can do it at the end of the season. You know, because that's going to be the next thing. How did we not make a deal? What are we doing? That that's going to be the next thing. So for right now, just enjoy the games. Let's see what happens tomorrow night when they play Memphis. And I Tim
0: Hardaway ex- Jr. was in the Porzingis deal to okay to All Dallas, right. so okay. that was the one they got picks back and Dennis Smith Jr. and
1: who we thought was going to be pretty. You remember how people were killing them for not taking Dennis Smith Jr. and uh huh,
0: right? And then they got it, Dennis Smith Jr. and it didn't
1: uh, it didn't work out. It didn't you, work out. You realize why they didn't take him in the draft? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. Jason's in union there. What's up Jason?
6: Hey guys, how we hey guys, how we doing tonight?
0: Hey Jason.
6: All right. Now, we have an awesome jam packed sports day tomorrow. One of the best in the year in my opinion. The game starts at 4:30 regarding the NFL. Now, before I get to my next point, can I offer you guys an appetizer at 1 p.m. tomorrow? You guys have um, Larry, an all-time New York Knicks fan. Uh, Gordon, me and you share the alumnus of St. John's University. Uh, We have Rick Pitino, and if they get this win tomorrow, uh, they're going to have a number next to their name come Monday when the new rankings come out. So uh, I offer you guys to indulge, watch our New York's college team. They are taking on Creighton. It's a nice appetizer to get us warmed up for the NFL games. And uh, the Johnnies are playing good, and um, just hope, you know, we can get you guys – I'm trying to get you guys on the train is what I'm saying.
0: Look, Jason, Jason, there's a couple of things, and thanks for the phone call, that generally get me on board with the St. John's bandwagon. A, they have to be good,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's been a while since that's been the case, and then it has to be like February. Okay. Yeah, this is about the time where I really start buckling down on the college basketball. Mm-hmm. as we lead mm-hmm. up to the tournament so it'd be not it's nice to see st john's getting mentioned again yes it is it is always uh, there, there was a time where they were considered one of the pro teams here they were like That's one right. of the local teams right if, if the knicks were playing if the, the rangers are playing or st john's playing they would get mentioned all the time along with the pro teams. so yep. uh let's hope rick patino it's about when now and they are winning now, so mm-hmm. this is another test for them going up against Creighton. And uh, I know they have Marquette coming up here before too long as well. Yep. So yep. Seton Hall too. So yep. some big games here. Yeah, no, no question. Can can, can can we? Can I be honest? Yeah.
1: Full transparency. Yeah. Full. Um, for me to be able to watch all the football that I need to watch tomorrow and this weekend. Yeah. There's some concessions that have to be made for yeah, some things that I have sure, to do, of course. And so, I might have to, Jason. What I might do, here's what I'll do for you: I will record the St. John's game mm-hmm. so that I can watch it a little bit later. It's going to be tough to fit it in on that appetizer that you're thinking because I've got some commitments that I need to do early so that I can have peace and watch the football game later. You know, you know what I'm talking about,
0: Gordon? Absolutely. Well, look, and here's the thing. When St. John's is good, it's almost like when the tournament rolls around. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care about college basketball. for. It's been going on since October. I haven't watched this, um, basically, not a second of it. No. A little bit of St. John's here and there. But Mm -hmm. outside of that, I don't watch any of it. And then the Mm -hmm. tournament comes around. I'm fully on board. You're invested. Uh, Right. So if St. John's is good, I'll be full. It'll be like back in the day. Yeah. I'll be no, fully on sweater. board. I'll be a complete fraud fan. But we were talking the other night about, like, you pare down your, your sports viewing and yeah, you kind of exactly. get older. And because St. John's just hasn't been good in a very long time, yeah. they've, kind of been, they've kind of fallen by the wayside. Yeah. But I'm, I'm ready to pick them back up. Look, I'm going to have a lot of free time after tomorrow. <laughs> after 8 o'clock tomorrow on Peacock, I'm going to have a wide open <laughs> schedule, buddy. <laughs> Come on down, Rick Patino.
1: It, it, for you as a St. John's fan, it's got to be, and an alum, it's got to yeah. be nice to see that you know Syracuse can't say we're New York's home college basketball team. No, as they did for a miles while away. People,
0: they, 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 that's why I always crack up when people are like, "Well, you, the only football team that plays in New York is the Buffalo Bill." They're not in New York. They're they're 10 miles away, 100 miles away from us. They're eight, eight hours round trip or something like that. It
1: might be hour's could, one way depending on the you weather.
0: Could, yeah. You could drive easier to the Ravens game at home than you could to the Buffalo Bills at home.
1: No, no question about that. Yeah. We'll continue the conversation with you on the phones next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: Edgar's in Yonkers. Edgar, you're next on 98.7. Oh,
0: good morning, Good evening, gentlemen. How, How are, are you? you? We're good.
6: So, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not happy about this Sunday and that game that they're putting on Peacock. I am not uh what do you call it? I am not a uh, – uh, uh, what does it say, like Michael Kay says, get off my long guy. I am not a get off my long guy. I just hit 40. I have enough stuff, right, the, the streaming and this and that. I don't think it's fair. I understand that this is where the future is heading. But I think – I don't know about what you guys are doing. I understand it's only 5 bucks, but it's got to give. I mean, there's got to be some point because once they know they have us here, they're just going to get us again and again, and it'll be a matter of time before you're going to have to pay you know, some streaming service to get the Super Bowl. It's getting out of hand now. Everybody has Amazon Prime. That's cool, but now they're just going to tick and tack everywhere, and it's going to be every game is going to be on a different uh, station, especially or different streaming service, especially something like this. They know every Sunday, Saturday night, they know they got everybody in their pocket. It's not right.
0: Well, you you said it's not fair. It's not right. Here's the question, Edgar: Are you downloading Peacock? No, nope. So you're not going to watch the game? Nope. I mean, it's going to hurt. Okay. Well, look, you're a man. Uh, you're a man of your word. That's fair. I have no problem with that. If you decide that this is a bridge too far, five. I'm not paying five dollars to watch it, whatever it is, five ninety nine, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Thanks, Edgar. Uh, then, then, then at least you have a ground to stand on. My problem is with people who have called us all week long. This is ridiculous. It's not fair. It's not right. And then mm-hmm. Saturday night, you know very well they're going to say, oh, what? they're checking Twitter to see the game, and then they're like, ah, it's just five dollars. I'll they know they have you. You're saying, yeah. oh, if they do it, they, if we do it, then they'll know they, they have us. They have us already. <laughs> they, they know they have us already.
1: They, they know. Of course they do. It's over. That ship has sailed. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're 40 years old. You should know that by now, Edgar, life is not fair. Yeah, that's right. Life is not fair. It's not nope. about what's fair. It's, nope. They want to make, they, they figured out a way to make an extra hundred million dollars and grow the pie and this is the start of it so Mm -hmm. eventually if enough people push back i guess it will but i don't think it's going to happen tomorrow
1: no it's not gonna happen tomorrow gordon no there'll be a bunch of folks watching that game
0: i see it's hard for me to take myself out of it Mm -hmm. uh if it was another game I, i still would i would still pay the five bucks but I hear what he's saying. At some point, I mean, that has happened in the past with Peacock when the Yankee mm-hmm. games are on there. I can miss a Sunday Yankee game every once sure. in a while. It's not going to be the end of the world.
1: Nope. Nope. It's it's really the same situation that you're going to have when uh, Apple Plus that mm-hmm. has the you know, Apple TV Apple TV Plus that has the games on Sunday, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be the same thing eventually. Yep. They're going to get involved into the football landscape. I'm waiting to see what's going to happen with the ESPN. I'm sure I mean with the NBA, that's going to be involved. Eventually everybody's going to be involved. The NFL is is the model right now. And
0: and the other leagues are just waiting to see how it's going to go. The NFL is our favorite drug and we are all addicts. We cannot yeah. do without <laughs> it, unfortunately. And we 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 yell and scream and complain and whine and everything else, but when it comes down to it, we hand over the money.
1: Yeah. Angelo's in the story. What's up, Angelo?
7: How you doing, guys? Hey, Good Angelo. evening. Just want to make a couple comments on the Peacock situation. I think everyone's up in arms about it just because of the the principle of of the matter. You know, it's not about the five six dollars. Obviously, it's not a big deal. But I just feel like this co- this company makes billions and billions of dollars. We spend so much money as it is, and they're just completely out of touch with the, the regular fan base. I mean, especially in a playoff situation, I mean, do they really need the do they really need the, the six dollars a person who's going to subscribe? People are probably going to delete delete Peacock after the game's over. I just think they're completely out of touch with with their fan base, and that's why I think everyone's so upset about it. It's not about the six dollars, clearly. All right, but, if
0: they, but if Angelo, if if of of most of the people, most of the NFL fans end up downloading the Peacock app and it, and it's a win for Peacock, did they really, did they not really, are they not tuned in with their fans? Because their fans are that ends up doing
7: what they wanted them to do.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Well, yeah. I mean, look, I think, I think, like I said, I think they, they know people most likely going to do it because they feel like they have, they have that touch. Everyone wants to watch it. So they kind of know what the outcome is going to be. But to me, is there really a win for Peacock? Because if you don't have it as it is, I feel like a lot of people are just gonna subscribe for the game. And if they're not a fan of Peacock, they're just gonna they're just gonna unsubscribe. I see that people do it all the time with a lot of different a lot of different things. Oh, I want to watch this show. I'll, I'll download whatever app it is, pay, pay it, do a free trial, whatever, and they end up they end up deleting it anyway or unsubscribing. So I don't think it's a major win because yeah, you'll probably have some people that'll probably forget and just it's happened to me before. You get subscribe to something, you forget two three months go by, you're like, oh, I still have this. They don't even realize it, which is going to happen. But I don't think it's a major wings. I think it's going to be a lot of people that are probably going to end up unsubscribing anyway. If you only care about the game, then are you really going to keep it long term? I don't think so, in my opinion.
0: All right, Angela. Well, I, I guess it's like anything else. Like, I, I'm sure a certain amount of people already have it, and those mm-hmm. people will watch the game if they, they're football fans. Uh, a good portion of people will sign up for it a big section of that group will forget that they signed up for it and yep. keep it for two, three months and then finally get around to, to canceling it. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be some people that sign up and they like it and they want to watch The Office or whatever other shows are on Peacock. I don't really know. Is is uh mm-hmm. What's the one, the Yellowstone? Is that on Peacock or is that on something That's else? That's Paramount, I think. Paramount, all right. Well, I don't I know what else Paramount Peacock Plus, has, rather. but they might find some shows and they end up spending more and more time. Look, at the end of the day, uh, it's five bucks for your end of it. How it mm-hmm. works out for Peacock, does it Does it make sense for them to spend $100 million for one football game? That's up to them to figure out, but right. I think most fans will end up grumbling about it and paying the five bucks.
1: Yeah, I think so. Simon's in Forest Hills. What's up, Simon?
0: Yeah, hi, good evening.
5: How are you? Um, I think we can all agree that a big factor of the Giants' struggle this year was their offensive line. But I want to say this. Daniel Jones sack average this year six and a half times per game. That includes seven times against the Cowboys, ten times against the Seahawks, and I believe six times against some other team. Under Tyrod Taylor, an average sack three and a half, or I believe it's only three. And you see that that changed everything in the game. That made the offense more efficient. That gave the defense more time to rest, and the defense played well. So if they want to do anything in 24. I think Tyrod can give us another two, two maybe one or two years, and, and the Giants, I think, would do good. If they want to play this rebuilding game that the Mets and the Jets have been playing, then it's wishful thinking.
1: All right, Simon. So you think, really, and thanks for the phone call. So, Gordon, it sounds like Simon thinks that uh, Daniel Jones is not the answer, and he wants to keep Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fa- I don't know who Brian Dable's guy is going to end up being. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Tyrod Taylor. Now, if Daniel Jones was not under contract for next year, like they didn't have to keep him, and Mm -hmm. they were looking for a starting quarterback and they could keep Tyrod as a backup quarterback, okay, fine. Yeah. But already they got to keep Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. They almost certainly have to draft somebody. Are you going to pay Tyrod Taylor another $10 million to be your third-string quarterback when you already got $40 million hooked up in Daniel Jones and then a rookie quarterback too? I I don't think – I think Tyrod's better off – somewhere else place else yeah and you also have to keep in mind the offensive line got healthier yes, by the time Tyrod on. got yeah. in there now I don't yeah. know he, he might have still got Daniel Jones still might have gotten sacked as many times as he did but
1: yeah it was a little different though
0: it was it was Look, a little Ty, different. Tyrod is the perfect backup quarterback he, he can is. come in and he can win some games for you the longer he's in there though you're going to see the warts because he is a backup quarterback and then
1: he's got some availability issues as well. He does. He's as, a guy he that gets hurt well, too. Uh huh. Yeah. So that that's going to be the interesting thing. Do they? If you're the Giants, Gordon, and hypothetically Daniel Jones is back, <clears throat> we got it. He, he's the starter. He's ready to go first game. Mm-hmm. Is Tommy DeVito your number two, or do you go out and get a veteran number two?
0: Uh, I think you well. You're saying we don't dra- they don't draft a the quarterback. They're
1: not drafting the quarterback. They went. They I can't.
0: Went. I can't go into next year with De- with uh, Tommy DeVito being my backup because mm-hmm. uh, history has shown me that Daniel Jones is going to miss some time.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And we don't even know if he's going to be healthy for Week One.
1: I know. We're just guessing. We're just guessing.
0: Can you imagine, Giant fans, Week One, we're going to Tommy DeVito. Oh, some people will be happy. We have the sixth <laughs> pick in the draft, but next year we're going to start the season with Tommy DeVito. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fairly confident.
1: There'll be there'll be somebody else as the backup. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, Tommy would be healthy number three.
0: Yeah. Oh well, look, he and he that and that's better off for him. Absolutely. And, and because he's a he's a, he's still a project. Yeah. And he got his feet wet. He saw some time. Yeah. He, he yeah, gave he you saw some positive strikes. Right. Absolutely. Well look, the more and more forget about just needing two quarterbacks. A lot of teams need three. The Browns have needed four. Five. Five. Whatever. <laughs> it's growing by the minute. Five. Yeah. They've needed they've needed a bunch.
1: Yeah. And it makes you and you know, it's it's does that mean that next season we're going to be even – you won't be able to even look at the quarterback defensively <laughs> because so many of them missed time this year, Gordon? Is that going to be the case? You can't well, even touch We them. all They're know if something
0: them. happens to the Bills and their quarterback gets hurt, the league, oh, uh, totally. they'll have to start making fresh rules for that now after the whole yeah. overtime fiasco from a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. No question about it. No question about it. Gordon, it was a tough day as a Met fan yesterday because of the loss of a big-time shortstop who was just so instrumental in the miracle Mets and the 73 Mets that took the Oakland A's to seven games in the World Series, and that was the loss of Buddy Harrelson. And Gordon, I had a chance to, as a Met fan, watch him as a, as a broadcaster and reporter, talk to him, and I agree with all the sentiments that I've heard from all the folks who knew Buddy Harrelson I didn't know him as well as other people did, but Gordon, he was a great guy. You could talk to him about anything. He was, Gordon, he was the guy next door who just happened to play baseball. (laughs) That's who he was. He was a great guy, had a great attitude, not a great stick. But Gordon, defensively, he was very good. He was excellent defensively. He anchored that Met infield for so many years. And so to lose him, it's just, and you understand this, Gordon, and the fans do as well. It's, it's a it's a part of your life that's gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Childhood, or it's just a part of your life. It's it's, it, it hits you like, like when Dave DeBuscher retired, and then he he passed on, and it's mm-hmm. like, what happened to? Where's my life going? These yeah, were right. Where does time go? These were benchmarks. You could mm-hmm. you could you could match these players with things that happened in
0: your life. Yep, no question. It, it, no it leaves a hole. It does. It really yeah. does. Well, look, he's synonymous with the Mets organization. I believe he's the only guy to be in uniform for both Mets World Series titles. Right. hmm yep. So, uh, condolences to his family and uh, Godspeed.
1: No, that, that Alzheimer's is a deadly disease, Gordon. It's,
0: it's awful. That's, it's it, it probably is. Oh. Uh, I mean, look, there's there's no good way, but they're all bad. But that does yeah. seem like it's oh, it's just it's, awful. It's a deadly disease. It really is. It really is.
1: We'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: All wow. you need to know for this weekend is whatever your bankroll is, just put it on the Chiefs. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Outright. No yeah. points Now, necessary. look, you should have jumped on it before the line got to where it is, but yes, I think you're still safe.
1: Would you put money on the on the Bills game? Bill Steelers game?
0: It, there's no there's – no, I don't think that the the Steelers have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh so I would be on you the would. Bills and uh, they're the heaviest favorite of the weekend so there's mm-hmm. just uh I don't I don't like betting double digit favorites. Although I do think that they'll be safe the weather kind of concerns me there. That could be a little bit yeah. of a monkey wrench so I'd probably stay away from that game but uh, and there's no yep. there's no value. I think they're like minus 550 or something like that so it's ridiculous.
1: Yep. Packers um a, Cow- a Packers seven-point dog to the Cowboys?
0: I, I like I, – if I were betting that game, I don't know that I will. It'll depend if I have any bankroll left after the uh, Chiefs game. But uh, <laughs> I would be uh, – I, I, I like the Packers in that game. Uh-huh. I could see the Packers hanging uh-huh. with them. Yeah, I uh-huh. could see the Packers hanging with them. I just don't trust the Cowboys. Yeah. Now, this might be the week that the Cowboys click perfectly. Absolutely. Packers kind of happy to be there. I could see that too. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, which of these – are you more comfortable? Both of them are, are three-point favorites for Detroit against the Rams and three points for Eagles against the Buccaneers. Which one you, will you be more confident in?
0: I think I might be more confident in the Eagles. Mm, okay. Everybody's kind of counting the, out of the Eagles. They are the more talented team. They are, absolutely. Maybe this has just been the hard reset. Yep. I could see that being the case. Mm. I don't love it, though.
1: No, I don't. That's I, unfortunately I
0: the only one I love is the one that I hate.
1: Yeah, I know is the I Chiefs. Know. I mean, hurts his fingers bad. Made some comments by the way. You know Maybe it
0: wasn't a good idea to go back in the game against the Giants. I I, <laughs> I did think I liked the Browns a lot this week. I couldn't uh-huh. get over the most heavily bet team this weekend uh-huh. is the Browns. It's crazy. Yeah. Almost makes me want to take the t- take the Texans. Yeah, we'll the, if up, all huh? the public is on the Browns. Yeah, i got to you
1: know go the how other that way. that normally goes. You know how that normally yeah, goes. Yeah,
0: that's exactly. Don't does. trust it. Don't trust
1: it. Anita, we'll dive into that more at the beginning at the top of the hour. Artie's in Brooklyn. He's next on 98.7. Artie, uh, for, this is what I hope for you this week. Okay, Artie, this is what I hope for you this week. No Jets. Just relax and watch some football, Artie.
0: Yeah, just enjoy yourself. That's all I Get want. to watch Artie. some good football for a change. That's all I want, Artie. Just relax. You know, t- you know don't stress.
1: Don't stress. Let me tell you what's
0: going to kill the, the Browns. Have any
6: money on any of the games but all I'm going to be thinking about is how the heck are we going to get to that level when we got a team like this? That's what I want to be saying. Right? And, and here's, here's the thing that's interesting, okay? My man Gordon, I know, is a Dolphin fan, right? So I can't even take his analysis. Like, is he talking like a typical Jet fan and just going negative? No, I, I've been saying this all year.
0: He, I've been saying this all year. Now I'm being proven right, but I've year? been saying this all year. He's been consistent, what? already. What have you been saying all year? The, the Dolphins will soil the sheets down the stretch of the season. And that's exactly what they've done. A lot of highlights, September, October, November, December, not so much. Oh, okay, now a, a couple of things, okay? I know injuries,
6: oh, everybody's got injuries, it's an excuse, but let's face the facts, dude. If they if they were completely healthy, get get beating the
0: Bills at home. I mean, wow, come but on. Dude, that's deal, but that's yeah, the, the deal. The the nobody's healthy. The Bills are. aren't healthy. The Chiefs aren't. Nobody's healthy. Look, everybody's hurt. Okay. Next number one. Don't you usually
6: go with the best quarterback? Why does everybody go with the Browns? Do they know that they got Flacco as the quarterback?
0: Well, I, I think what that. it is, I but think what it yet, is, Artie. Flacco. This is the Browns'
1: Flacco. <laughs> it's the two thing. things, Artie, and, th- it, yeah, and th- yeah, thanks yeah. for the phone call, my friend. Enjoy the football this weekend. There's two things. One, it's because it's it's he's a hot guy, and and Cleveland's defense is outstanding.
0: It's outstanding. <laughs> that's and number you know, one. the young team, the first yeah. taste of it for Hasn't Houston, been a great season,
1: but yeah, you know, it's it's a little different. It's a yeah. little different. So that's why they're riding that Joe Flacco bandwagon. That that that's what that is. You know, you got to wait and see what the young team can do. That's that's the move there. That's all it is. That's all it is.
0: Well, Gordon, my friend, uh, what you got cooking tomorrow morning? We will have the best edition of our Polar Opposite of Power Rankings. Before the season started, Larry, we had people make receipts mm-hmm. about oh. what they thought were going to happen in the NFL season. Tomorrow, uh-huh. we unveil the worst of the worst. <laughs> wow. We revisit it. and. We-